0: Hello and thank you for tuning into the Film Girlies podcast. This is Fiona in the editing room. Emily and I spoke for way too long about the Oscar nominations and so we had to split our audio in half. Here is the second half of our conversation. Sorry for there being no real introduction. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy.
1: Best
0: actor
1: in a leading role. This one we're going to have.
0: This category is stress- it's stressing me out so much. Like, truly, like, I am, like, so absolutely terrified for what is going to, like, who's going to win this Oscar. Um, the nominations are <laughs> um, Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for Aftersun, and Bill, oh, did not look at how to say his last name. I think it's just Bill Nye, Bill Nye, but not the science guy. Bill Nye, like the guy from Love Actually, for living. <laughs> He's not just in Love Actually. I know that, but that's where I know him from. Um, I have very, very strong thoughts on this um, category. Emily, what are your thoughts?
1: Let's talk about Austin Butler first. Let's talk about it. Let's just have... because I'm going I mean, to take a deep so... breath. Yes. Inhale. Exhale. Let's talk about Austin Butler. Because... I have this thing where every year, not every year, every frequently, okay? I'm going to say this frequently, uh, frequently actors will portray real people and very easily win awards for it. And it makes me a little upset sometimes. always sometimes when these great impressions of celebrities win awards over actors fully committing to a character that only ever existed on page before they brought it to life because as as a high school theater kid (laughs) as someone with a bit of acting experience obviously i'm no professional but i did act for a while and i still kind of do because i'm in opera we act sometimes and i find it it's you know it's hard to take a character like when uh, for, for example i'd act in these little one act plays or whatever as opposed to like acting in a musical where everybody knows this character that you're playing. Obviously very different. Like, I'm never going to be playing, like, a celebrity. That's not happening. But it's harder to take something from the ground up than it is to do a really good impression. And also, he he needs to drop the voice. Those are my thoughts. The voice is annoying. Fiona, uh, Austin Butler, what's your thoughts?
0: Your thoughts are much more organized than mine. I will give him a few things. He's pretty hot. Like, he's pretty hot. Honestly, you know?
1: Oh my god, he's really sexy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm like, I'm not anti-Austin Butler. I'm not saying that. I think he is very good in the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. If you spot him, because he's hiding, you can't really notice it's him. But if you know it's him, he's there. Um, he's very good in that. Um, I think that he will have a lot of good roles in the future, such as Fade Al-Ratha in Dune Part 2 if he drops the Elvis voice. Um if I have to hear this man speak in his stupid little Elvis voice one more time, I am literally going to scream. I've already started beef with random Austin and Elvis fans on Twitter who like reply to my tweets when I hate tweet his voice. Um I don't I see your point about like it being I do think that some people like they just get it because they're portraying someone that like is so like well loved. Um I like the I think of like um, Rami Malek winning for Bohemian Rhapsody few years ago I really enjoyed his performance in that um and I really enjoyed the movie as a whole and so I'm like happy with that win but, like also I see it like I don't think he okay this is going to sound a little bit hypocritical but I don't think he should win in this category because he is too young to have had his Oscar moment yet but also Paul Mascal should win in this category even though they're like the same age <laughs>
1: Valid. Also, I do agree with your opinion on Rami Malik's performance. I think he should have won that. And I think, like, he he did. Yeah, I know he did. And I think that was deserved. I I think that's an exception from my opinion on this subject. Yeah. We love Austin Butler.
0: I'm very excited to see him in the future. I Hmm. honestly, I have a very deep fear of him winning because I feel like the people in the academy who hold like the majority are people who have a relationship to Elvis in some way, and like through his music and like the pop culture he's produced, and so I think they are more likely to vote for a man being Elvis than anyone else, which makes me really sad. I don't think this is Austin Butler's winning role, and I don't think it he should win. I don't think he should win. I think he was good in the movie. I'm not saying he was bad. I'm saying he needs to drop the voice. And accept that he's not winning an oscar because he uses the same voice for everything and if he shows up in zoom part two with that silly little voice we're gonna have some issues i'm not gonna say any like real threats out loud but you know what i'm implying yeah um other than that i have not seen the movie living so i cannot comment on Bill and i's performance um, I also have not seen the whale, so I cannot comment on that performance either, but I also think it is strange that we are nominating an actor for wearing a fat suit in the movie.
1: Yes, I completely agree with that. I think I think that this movie has sparked like a really large conversation about fat phobia and about how we're portraying fat people on screen. And I haven't seen this movie, so I, I won't get into that conversation because I can't. I can't because that wouldn't be fair to the movie. I do think it is maybe not getting, oh, I don't even, yeah, I don't even, we'll cut, I don't know. Okay. I, just, I don't really have, I don't have very much to say. I, I think it's problematic in general. And why was it nominated for makeup and hairstyling? That's weird. It's a fat suit.
0: Yeah. I also fat have, suit. I'm taking a little bit of issue with the weird, almost, babying thing that's going on about Brendan Fraser on Twitter at the moment, where people are acting as if this is his, like, like he deserves this Oscar because he's been like out of the picture for so long. And like, well, it's his choice to make movies when he wants to. And I'm sure he's a, I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I'm sure he's a very good actor. Um, from what I've seen of The Whale, he looks like he does give a very strong performance, but I don't understand why we are treating this man like he is. As poor little baby who needs to be rescued from unemployment.
1: <laughs> also rescued from Hollywood by Hollywood. Like, what are we, what are we saying here? I saw this thing floating around on the internet. Can't remember where I found it. Saying it was when Brendan Fraser won an award. I can't remember which specific award he won for it. And it was saying that it's hilarious to watch Hollywood pat themselves on the back for. Bringing back Brendan Fraser from Hollywood? Yes, we make progress. And I love that. However, a little weird. Mm-hmm. That's lot. Awesome. Um,
0: Emily, I know you have not seen Aftersun or The Banshees of Inisherin*, and so can I have my moment? Go ahead. I need colin farrell or paul Mescal to win my little sad irish boys deserve a win they deserve this Uh, they can do a dual oscar why not they should both win both of them brought me to tears i do think colin farrell has a better chance of winning because he's older um banshees is a widely recognized movie this year at the oscars and i think i i want him to win so bad i think he has a very strong chance of winning. I think I will be, I will be very frustrated if he does not win, honestly, because I will be angry if Brendan Fraser or Austin Butler wins and I don't see Bill Nye winning, taking this at all. I really don't know how he snuck in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Colin Farrell is gives such a good performance in the Banshees of Inishirin and I think it reflects all of his past work very well. And I'm very excited for him to win the Oscar. I'm putting it out there. Um, and then Paul Mescal that after Aftersun touched a little part of my heart and I will carry after Aftersun with me forever. He is absolutely incredible in that movie. He is, only, I think he's only like 26, I want to say. Like he's not very old and yet he plays a 30-year-old father who seems to have so much life experience and so much weighing him down. I'm not going to cry while talking about this, I promise. I'm feeling it, but I'm not going to cry. Um, Aftersun little after Sun special here it is such an incredible movie i think everyone should watch it um it reduced me to a like a sobbing little mess it was absolutely incredible to watch um i wish we had a, like an oscar for like best young actor because the actress who plays his daughter in the movie i can't remember her name but she was also fantastic and yeah i'm so glad paul mescal was recognized in this category um i'm so excited i don't think he will win so i do think he's a little bit too young i really want him to win though um, I'm very excited to see what he takes on after this movie and to watch him win in a few years I feel like he could have the same run as, a, as Colin Farrell you know like make so many awesome movies and then come back when you're older and win which Colin Farrell is going to do because Austin Butler is not going to ruin this for me he is not going to ruin my dream stay out of here with your stupid little Elvis voice thank you and your stupid little CGI casino
1: thank you very much <laughs>
0: Um, Emily I gave all of my thoughts do you want to share what you want should and will win
1: Mm, again I haven't seen enough in this category to really make a comment I like these actors though
0: you should say Colin Farrell is going to win because the more we say it the more likely it is to happen
1: I can say it I I like Colin Farrell he's a good actor Yona we have three categories left
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's hear those nominations for Best Actress in a Supporting Role.
0: Okay. The nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow, The Whale, Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inishirin, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Emily, take it away.
1: Give it to Stephanie Hsu, everybody. Give it. That's, that's my main opinion on this category is that I was not sure whether or not Stephanie, she would get nominated in this category. She had been at some awards. She had not been at others. Like I don't others, others. I don't think she was nominated for the globe in this category. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not think that she was, which was worrying to me because this performance, I don't know if Fiona, did you see the video of her audition tape that kind of, I did not. I'm going to send it to you. It's brilliant. This woman, she comes from a theater background, which I think is maybe also why I have a bit of a soft spot for her. But she was also in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I really enjoy. And, yeah, she's been in two Broadway shows, Be More Chill and SpongeBob, the musical, which is actually not that bad. I would watch SpongeBob over Be More Chill, but I digress. She gives such a committed, theatrical, beautiful, empowered performance. I don't know how many more adjectives <laughs> I need to give you to tell you that Stephanie Shu deserves this. I was rooting for her. Every year I always have one actress or actor, usually actress, that I root for deeply. This year, I'm on the Stephanie Shu hype train. And that's my opinion. Who, who I want to win? Stephanie Shu. Who should win? Stephanie Shu. Who will win? I'm manifesting. Stephanie Shu. Fiona, go ahead.
0: Okay, I don't have um, any rider or dies in this category. So I will give the more rational approach. <laughs> um, I do like Stephanie Shoes' performance and Everything Everywhere. I'm very confused as to how Jamie Lee Curtis got here, unless I watched a whole different movie. I don't think... I don't remember her being in the movie that much.
1: (laughs) I don't think that her performance was as captivating or slash important to the story movie as a whole as Stephanie Shoes was. I think she probably just had a better marketing team.
0: I also think that it's strange that they made a point to make sure the only white prominent cast member that is white was nominated when she probably shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after that... I love that, Jamie Lee Curtis, though. Yeah.
1: I love Jamie Lee Curtis, though. I love her, too. This isn't anything against her. It's just kind
0: of... Okay. Um, I loved her marketing thing when Everything Everywhere just came out, and she was just like... Kept posting um reviews of the movie to her Instagram, being like, haha, we did multiverses better than you did, Marvel, you stupid billion dollar company. <laughs> it was so funny. Like I love I love her for that. Um, yeah. I think I have not seen The whales I can't comment on that performance. Carrie Condon in The Bounties of Inishiron, she was fantastic. Um, I just think the whole movie's fantastic and she was a really really good part of it. She also made me cry a little bit so very good. Black Panther Wakanda Forever brought me to tears in the movie theater so many so many times. I don't know if it was actually a really good movie but oh boy does it play on your heartstrings and Angela Bassett was a very very big part of that. She had an, an incredible monologue which I know will be used as her Oscars clip. Um, she's fantastic in the movie. She is like very grounded in it I think and Obviously the film is about the passing of T'Challa and I think Angela Bassett plays a grieving mother so so well and she is incredible in it and I honestly think she has a really good chance of like taking this she won the globe and I can see her winning which would be a kind of a fun thing that um, she will be she will be the first actress to win anything like an acting award for Marvel, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, I can see her winning. She's fantastic in the movie, like truly. I think she's probably one of the strongest parts. Um, but also I would like to see Stephanie Shu win because I think it's always fun to see someone like who isn't usually recognized in these, in movie in like awards season, um, to win. But yeah, I don't really have any strong thoughts about this. I think Angela Bassett has a really good chance, though.
1: Yeah, I think if I were inserting any nominees, I think. Kiki Palmer's work in NOPE was really strong. And I would have loved to see her recognized for that. This whole movie, but especially her performance, I found really, really Mm -hmm. added to my experience watching that film.
0: Um, One thing of note is that no women in the film Women Talking were nominated for any acting awards, which I think is an absolute scam because they're all giving performances of a lifetime. Like, I don't understand. Like, I really don't understand how none of them were nominated for at least supporting role. Like, they're all supporting each other, and I don't even get it. And if Frances McDormand was nominated in this, I would be so mad because the trailer lies. She's not in the movie. She's in it for, like, literally five seconds, and then she disappears. And the whole movie is marketed as Frances McDormand, which I think is very, very strange. When Claire Foy is, like, ruling the whole movie, and she is not. Whatever. Anyway, um, tying actress in a supporting role to Actress in a leading role, um, I, if I had to add them to this category, I'd actually be taking them out of leading and putting them here. Michelle Williams is not a leading role in The Fablemans, and if she was in a supporting role, none of these women would stand a chance against her. <laughs> <laughs> she is fantastic in The Fablemans, um, but she is not a, the lead actress of the film. The film is not a, like about her, you know? Um, And so I think that they really messed up putting her in that category because there was no questioning it. She would have walked away with this Oscar so, so easily. She is incredible to watch in it. And she is funny, but she's also extremely, um, like, it's sad. Like, it's sad to see her in the film, too, because, like, you see the whole movie through, like, baby Steven Spielberg's eyes. And now he's a grown up and he's reflecting on his parents and his mother and Michelle Williams captures that so well. And so I'm very sad that she's not in this because she deserves an Oscar and she should have gotten it. I, they just messed up. So moving to actress in a leading role, the nominees are Kate Blanchett um, for Tar, Anna de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for, for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fableman, as we said, and Michelle Yeoh for um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Let's go just from the top. Let's work our way down. Let's start with Kate Blanchett. I love you, Kate Blanchet.
1: <laughs> Basically, my pick for this category. I want, category
0: so I want her to win so bad. I want pick. her to I win.
1: I think this is her strongest performance that I have seen to
0: date. I have seen Tar twice now, and so the second time I watched it, I only really looked at like her. And she has, she, like, made so many little mannerisms for Lydia Tarr. Like, she picked out so many, like, tiny little details. I'm like, how would you even, like, think to add that into your performance? Like, it's so incredible that she is able to do the whole thing. And also, Apartment for Sale should have been nominated for her original song. I watched that clip, like, three times a day. Apartment for Sale! <laughs> it's so funny. It's
1: so good.
0: She is so funny in the movie. Agreed. Oh, I love her. I need her to win.
1: Her her attention, her attention to detail. Sorry, her attention to detail and the specificity of her performance. I think garners her makes her deserving of this award. It's just so no good.
0: Um the you could just take the clip of the masterclass that she does in Tar and you could just submit that, and she could still win this Oscar.
1: That masterclass scene? Probably my favorite in the movie, I think.
0: Um, best part of the movie, one of my favorite scenes of, like, the whole yeah. movie year as a whole. Like, truly incredible. Like, I don't understand how you could, like, capture so many different things in that, you know? Specific. Well-crafted. Amazing. Everyone's, Amazing. Had, that, everyone's had that experience. <laughs> it was scary
1: okay I was sitting there anxious I felt this kid who she was talking to I felt his
0: the way his leg shakes the whole scene okay so Cape Blanchett is who we want to win I think honestly who should win and I think there's only one person challenging her for who will win So, and we'll get to her at the end because she's at the bottom of the the category Um, would you like to share your thoughts on the 2022 film Blonde starring Anna Darvis?
1: Fiona and I watched this movie together. We were going to record an episode of it, but that never happened because we're university students and plans... I also
0: it. just never want to think about the movie again.
1: This is also a good point. I didn't want to... Why, did we... Why would we relive that trauma? That movie sucks. Sorry. Actually not. I'm not sorry at all. It's... It's anti... It feels anti-woman. It just feels so against... It feels judgmental and harsh with Marilyn Monroe... And I think Well Ana de Armas did a great job in it, and she's a fantastic actress, and I love her as an actress. I just don't think we should be giving this movie any more attention. <laughs> Please, no more. That's my. Those are my kind of blanket thoughts. Is that I think she did great, but no, no blonde at all.
0: Please, if this was like any, if anyone else had made that movie, and it was not the exploitative mess that it is. I would be so happy with her winning here because I think her performance is fantastic. I am just horrified that she was forced to do like she had like do accidentally scenes out in this film and had to promote this film and I guess like sort of now be proud of it. It's her first acting nomination, which is horrible to think about because she is such a fantastic actress and I don't want this to like stop her from doing anything else because I think she really she is amazing um and I'm very sad about this and I think that there are a lot of people who could have gotten into this category um, like Viola Davis for The Woman King um, who really deserved to be in here um, or any of the women in Women Talking or Zoe Kazan I think it's Kazan, that's her last name I believe for She Said is also very good yeah, she just doesn't, like this movie doesn't deserve to be in this category when there were so many movies that respect women a little bit that had a good I female really performance.
1: I think you know Another year, another snub of a horror film. I think Mia Goth in Pearl was fantastic. Giving a Tony Collette in Hereditary-level performance, which was also snubbed by the Academy because it's a horror movie and they hate horror movies. Yeah, just please no blonde. Yucky Mia Goth instead. Or all of the other women that Fiona mentioned. <laughs> Let's move on.
0: Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, I will give the full recap as to how Andrea Riseborough got nominated for this. Um, to start, To Leslie is a movie that not many people have seen. I haven't seen it. I don't think I will end up seeing it because it doesn't look like it's of interest to me. And also I just this whole situation has put me off of it. Um, she's like a well- respected actress. I think she's not super well known, but like to the public, but in like celebrity world she is. She has a lot of friends in high places. Um, and so all of a sudden, about a week, I think, before um, voting for nominations um, closed, a bunch of uh, big name celebrities and act- actors and actresses started tweeting about Andrew Riceboro's performance in this film. Um, and then they also started host celebrities, started hosting their own personal screenings of this movie for their other friends. Keep in mind, all of these friends are also in the Academy and have the ability to vote for best actress so in the no one had heard about this movie no not many people had seen it she was not even in the, the conversation until about the last week and then all of a sudden all of her friends started and friends of like the people who made the movie that's another big thing is like the people who made this movie have friends in high places and so they were able to secure a nomination by influencing their high up friends to vote for her, which caused a lot of um, debate on Twitter because there were many other actresses who deserved to be here. Um, Many black actresses who gave very good performances this year that should have been here. Um, Andrea Riseboro, I have not seen anything she's been in. I am sure she is a talented actress. I am sure she deserves this nomination. I just think that it was very weird how she got here and I am disappointed that other people were booted out because of her friends and her money. You know it's it comes down to that it comes down to how she got the nomination which is why a lot of people are angry about it because she replaced people who deserved to be there um uh, yeah so that's how that happened i don't know if you knew that um no
1: i didn't know that fiona i knew that there was something kind of fishy about it but i didn't know the specifics so thank you
0: yep, that's what happened um, i know nothing next... about
1: this movie or this actress so. yeah
0: I don't know it just came, came out of nowhere um, I already talked about Michelle Williams being how she should have been supporting she is very good in the movie I'll give her that I wouldn't say a leading role good but or like a leading role position but she was very fantastic good movie um, Michelle Yeo for everything everywhere all at once what are your thoughts on her winning or nominating I don't know what are your thoughts in general
1: Bayfi, love her I still think Cate Blanchett's my pick for this category Mm-hmm. I do, however, think that she really carries that movie, and this is a deserved nomination.
0: I can't believe it took her this long to, like, get nominated. Like, I feel like she should have won a long time ago. I think it would be very good if Michelle Yeoh wins. But also, Kate Blanchett's my pick, and I enjoyed her performance. She makes Tar. She, like, is. Ob- like, she is Tar. She is the backbone of the whole movie, and any other actress couldn't have done it. Like, truly. So, I, I want I want Kate Blanchett to win. Um, for our last category, um, we have Best Picture. 10 movies have been nominated. Um, we're just gonna run through them and give our quick thoughts. We haven't seen all of them yet, so we don't want to make any judgments on what should win um, or what we think will win because we don't we don't know. That's why I like to watch all of them. I don't want to ever be like ride or die for one movie when there might be another one out there that I enjoy better that I haven't seen yet. So
1: Yes, I completely agree. Fiona's seen a lot more of them than, than I have at this point. Fiona, read out the nominations for Best Picture. Okay,
0: our very first one is All Quiet on the Western Front, which is, I ha- is the only one I have not seen yet. Um, I have been putting it off because I want to watch the original um, before I watch the remake because I am pretentious and annoying. Emily, are you excited to watch All, All Quiet on the Western Front? I personally am extremely excited. Like, I really want to see this.
1: I am excited. I actually don't know what it is, but war movies I I enjoy. I don't They're know what good. it is. They're Especially good. war movies that are anti-war which like a, a war movie that glorifies war or a military movie that glorifies being in the military. Yeah, I don't really like those. Side
0: eye. Side,
1: Side eye. eye.
0: Side eye. <laughs> so, yes, I'm actually um, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this one.
0: We should watch Apocalypse Now sometime. I think it's like my favorite. I I would say it's one of my favorite war movies. It's like absolutely insane. Like the scope of it is like incredible insane. Um, The second movie is Avatar The Way of Water. Emily, are you excited to watch Avatar The Way of Water? I
1: am not that excited to see Avatar. Avatar's never appealed to me. I know there's some gorgeous visuals in it. I just am not it doesn't appeal to me. Who knows, maybe I'll watch it and completely change my mind. I'm totally open to that. As of right now, not the movie I'm looking forward to see the most.
0: Um, yeah, I saw it in theaters. I had a feeling it was going to be nominated for best picture, and so I did the homework. Watched the first one. Did not enjoy it. I think James Cameron is not the strongest um screenwriter. And I think that his stories really suffer from lack of knowing how people speak, like normal human beings, and lack of understanding that you can have characters talk like normal people, even if they're aliens. And you can also have action scenes without weird add-in ha-ha lines, you know? Like, you don't have to be like, he's behind me, isn't he? A lot of the dialogue in, this, in Avatar The Way of Water and the first Avatar movie is like that. It's like very forced, and I kind of hate it. And it really takes you out of the magical, like, feeling you get when you enter Pandora. I think the performances are really good. Zoe Saldana is incredible in, the, in Avatar The Way of Water in both the films, but truly in The Way of Water. She's on a whole new level. Um, yeah, I see why it's nominated. I think it is a good movie, but I personally, I really hate the protagonist of the Avatar movies. Me and Jake Silly don't get along because I think he, no, we're not going to get into why I don't do, like don't like Jake Sully that's a whole different story um, yeah I see why it's nominated it's very strong filmmaking it's incredible to watch truly um, I really don't watch it on a TV like the only way you're going to enjoy it is if you watch it in a movie theater because you need to be immersed in it because it's long and you need to be forced to sit there but yeah um, I see why it's nominated I'm glad it was honestly technical achievement but yeah I don't think it has a chance of winning um, next is the Banshee in a Sheeran oh oh my God, you guys! This movie has to win like I'm not even joking. I'm gonna go crazy if it doesn't. It is so real and like human and but like also absolutely hilarious too um every single character is so well thought out and so well written, and I saw someone on like Twitter say it's a metaphor for the Irish civil war and uh, like. Civil War in Ireland and I was just like oh my god you are completely right I had like a whole epiphany around this tweet and now I want to watch it again with like that lens it's such a fantastic movie even if you don't want to pretend it's about the Civil War you can just focus on um the characters who feel like friends to you by the end um I think it's absolutely incredible and I really want it to win and I think it really has a good shot yeah Emily are you excited to watch the Banshees of
1: excited lots of actors i really enjoy in it including colin farrell and Barry keegan which we kind of talked about earlier i am looking forward to watching it uh there's a few actors in it that i really enjoy like colin farrell and Barry keegan which we talked about earlier and yeah i i see i i love a dark comedy i love when we blend sad and funny together like jolly parton says in steel magnolias laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. So. I just wanted to quote Dolly Parton. Anyways. Thank you. Yes, I'm, acc- yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it.
0: Next one is Elvis. Um, I think I had a very positive reaction when I first watched it. Um, and every single time I have thought about it since that viewing, I have hated it more.
1: I did not love Elvis. I love Baz Luhrmann. I didn't love Elvis. Felt too long. Felt like we were glamorizing Elvis.
0: We were glamorizing and... his pedophilia and his stealing from artists of color.
1: Yes, this is exactly this <laughs> is exactly what I was trying to get out of my mouth from my brain. Yes, mm-hmm. It felt like we were ignoring a lot of important issues that if we were going to talk about Elvis, we needed to talk about those. And it felt very self-indulgent, both as a director like from Baz like self-indulgent for Baz Luhrmann and then self-indulgent for Elvis and his legacy I wasn't a big fan of it I would not I don't think it has a chance at winning in my opinion if it did I would be very angry
0: also Tom Hanks is in that movie and I have never seen this man give a bad performance I was just shocked that you could be that bad in a movie <laughs> He is wearing a silly little fat suit, doing a bad little accent, strolling around a CGI casino. If I ever see him in a CGI casino again, it's over.
1: Take a shot every time Fiona says CGI casino. Or every time it's said in this podcast uh, for a fun drinking
0: game. I hate you, CGI casino. I hate, I'm going <laughs> to throttle whoever came up with the CGI casino. Anyway, next movie. Um, everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, Like I said, before. I need to rewatch it because it did not. It's been a while. I don't remember much of it. And it didn't click the first time. And I'm really hoping it clicks the second time because I would like to love it. Um, But we will see how that goes. I'll keep everyone updated. Emily, you truly love this movie. So you take it.
1: I really love this movie. I also think it's really original. And to see it win such a prestigious award would be very nice. Like, it has dildos in it. You know, I would love to see a movie where a young woman with extensive hair and makeup is flinging around two giant penises i would love to see that win an oscar <laughs> okay is that the only reason you want to see it win yes that's that's it okay. no i'm kidding i just i think i think, it's, I think it's, no i think it's a really original it's originality, it's completely original, and it's well, it's a well-made movie. I'd like to see it win. I think it has a decent chance. It has a better chance than Elvis, so.
0: I agree. Uh, yeah, I think it has a good chance of winning, so. We'll see. I, However, I don't think there will, is any movie on this list that I want to win more than Banshees of in. so I will accept my own bias. Um, I will be mad if anything but Banshees wins. But I will be less likely Everything Everywhere wins. Um, next movie is The Fablemans. Emily, are you excited to watch The Fablemans? Yes. Not
1: as excited as I am for other movies on this list. But I think it's like an in the middle. It's like, I'm not dreading watching it, but I'm not completely looking forward to it either. I love Spielberg, though. I just, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Fiona.
0: Um, I absolutely adore The Fablemans. It was one of my favorite movies of last year. Um, Steven, it's made for people who love movies. And Steven Spielberg is one of those people. He, every single part of the movie has like so much love in it. And you can tell that this is like a huge passion project for him. And he wanted to like showcase um, a young Jewish boy growing up um, with like family struggles and artistic struggles and trying to find his place in the world as a filmmaker um, I think the film is just like it's like a love it truly is like a love letter to his family and to movies and honestly like I feel like it's like you're gonna like it feels like the perfect way to end a career and I'm really hoping it's not but at the same time like there's no better way you can go out um, it has one of my favorite endings of a movie in a while I think it fits it so perfectly um, David Lynch shows up there for a minute. Absolutely hilarious. We'll never complain about a random David Lynch thing. Uh, yeah, I think the David Lynch is really good. I don't think it will. I really wish it had a better chance of winning. I think it's fantastic. But um, Steven Spielberg has had a lot of moments over the years. And as much as I want him to have another one, I understand that other people need to have their moments too. Um, also, um, the main actor, I can't remember his name in the Fablemans, but the guy that he plays Sammy Fableman, which is like Steven Spielberg in the movie. He is incredible in the movie, truly watching him, um, be Steven Spielberg as like a child is really interesting. And also Julia Butters is there and I love her. She's the young girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, and she's so good. I can't wait to see what she does. Kind of iconic. Next one. Uh, Tar... Emily, how do you feel about Tar?
1: I really enjoyed Tar. Do I think it's Best Picture worthy? No, that's not the word I'm looking for. I, I don't think it's going to take home the award. I did really enjoy it, though.
0: Fiona? Yeah, I honestly think it has a, like a fairly good chance. I think if um, I feel like the older, like as the Oscars happen go on, they become more. Um, they like artsy movies more, and I feel like they're a little more inclined to give it to a really fantastic artsy movie. And while it wasn't like my favorite, I think it's really, really well made. Um, um, but yeah, I think it deserves to be here 100%. I'd be so mad if it wasn't, but I don't think it has the highest chance of winning. But I really do love it. Um, the next one is Top Gun Maverick. I know Emily doesn't want to see this one. Um, but that's okay, because I love it enough for the both of us. I am so excited to see an action movie finally getting the respect it deserves, especially for such a good action movie. Like the first, um, the first half of the movie isn't very good. But the second one it manages to carry all of the emotional weight that it needs to. Um, and it brings back characters that you love from the first one. And it introduces all new characters that you love. And it has so many beautiful callbacks to the original but also can stand alone so, so well. And it's a really good example of committing to the bit, I think. You just commit fully. If you commit fully and you have Tom Cruise leading your movie because he will never not commit fully to something, I think it's really good. And I'm very happy to see it recognized here because in a way it did kind of bring back movie theaters all on its own. You know, like it was the first movie, I think it's one of the... Except for Spider-Man, probably. One of the first movies to, like, crack a billion after the pandemic. Which is pretty intense. And, like, it played in movie. It came out in May and it was playing in movie theaters still in, like, October. Like, that's incredible. So, I'm very glad it's here. And I think it's, it's a win. And also, that means Miles Teller and Glenn Powell will be on the red carpet. And that's 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 a win for me. Emily, do you have anything to share on the topic of Top Gun Maverick? Or should we move on?
1: I just don't think it's my kind of movie. I don't. I, I, I'm i gonna watch it I'm gonna watch it I just don't think it's my kind of movie I don't have anything against it besides the military propaganda <laughs> but other than that I don't it's just not it's just not for me
0: it's it's so silly goofy Quentin Powell is on something in that movie he's so good I love him um good morning aviators for real for real okay this is a movie that i think is an emily movie i think triangle of sadness definitely deserves to be here triangle of sadness is what the menu wishes it could be triangle of sadness is absolutely hilarious it is um honestly i know that i'm not like the biggest fan of class commentary movies so i feel like they can kind of get repetitive but i think triangle of sadness is in a really really interesting new way um It does feel a little long, but uh, the third act is absolutely hilarious. Like, I think about it so much. It's so funny. Um, Do be warned, the second act has a very, very um, graphic um, scene that involves uh, bodily fluids of multiple kinds. Um, They're on a boat, and there is a bit of a storm. And the food was not the greatest, if that helps you imagine what the scene is. Um, What helped me get through it, as someone who's very prone to gagging at movies, is chewing a piece of gum. I focused on chewing and not on gagging. Um, That's my advice, because it's a pretty long scene. (laughs) Strange choice, but um, I see its point. Yeah, I think the movie's really strong. I'm really glad it's here. It's another one of my favorites from last year.
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing this one. You've been talking about it for a while. So, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It seems pretty
0: interesting. It's very good. I hope you like it. Okay, our last film of the evening is Women Talking. Um, should know it's the only film in on this list it's directed by a, a woman, a female director. So silly goofy. <laughs> very um silly
1: I really want to see this one. I'm really quite looking forward to it. That's my on this, I'll yeah.
0: let you take the rain. Um, I watched it over the weekend. I finally had a chance um, to go see it. I think it's very, very strong, it's very well written and well acted. Claire Foy is incredible in it. Rooney Mara and Jesse Buckley are also amazing. Those three characters just play off of each other so, so well. Um, I do think it's like a little bit slow at times, and um, but it's very, I was, I it made me tear up a few times. Um, it's just so well written and. Um, yeah, I think it, honestly, its strength is its writing and its acting. I don't know if it's doing anything magical outside of that. The only issue I had taken it is that a lot of the care, um, the whole thing is um, the women of a colony get together to discuss what they are going to do about um, sexual assaults that have been happening in their colony um, by the men from the colony. Um, And they elect one man to sit and take minutes of their meeting because the women in the colony are illiterate and unable to read or write because of the education systems in their colony. One of the... So the man that is elected, um, I was under the impression he would just kind of be hiding in the background of the film. And it turned out he had a very weirdly large character arc for the movie. And that really took me out of it. I feel like if you're going to... Name your movie, Women Talking. You shouldn't give, I'd say, probably the second biggest character arc to a man. And even if you're trying to say that he's one of the good ones, that even makes it worse. The actor does a fantastic job. No hate to him. Can't remember his name, but he was in the Mary Mary Poppins reboot. (laughs) But um, he was very good. I just thought that was strange. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Another quick, so it's just like, I just watched it, so it's like still fresh in my mind. Um, the movie is set in like 2010. Like it's a, like a, it's like a modern colony, you know, but it's like, because it's in like a religious colony, it does not feel like it is modern, which I thought was really interesting. Um, you just learn about their way of life, but don't be fooled, Francis McDormand isn't in the movie that much. Yeah, that's like my only note. Too much man. There's only one man in the movie, and it was too much. Yeah, and not enough Frances McDormand. That's it, I think.
1: Yeah, that's it. To finish off, Fiona, if you could add two movies to the Best Picture category, one, two.
0: Two movies. Okay. I No, why am I even pretending to think? I have my answers. I would add Babylon and Aftersun.
1: Great. I would add Babylon and Nope. So There we go on very um, similar wavelengths with Babylon and I'm sure After Sun seems great I,
0: I'm looking forward to it You ought to be ready for that one girl I thought I was ready, I, I was not ready um, So in conclusion Babylon should have been nominated for Best Picture Like I don't understand how it wasn't
1: In conclusion Babylon Hive Rise
0: Yeah, is that all that's we have to we're... say?
1: I think that's all we have to say I think that's what we're going to leave you with Babylon, right.
0: Babylon Hive rise. rise. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time for a mystery topic because we have not chosen our next topic.
1: <laughs> this is very true. We have not. Thank you so much for tuning into the Film Girlies podcast and we'll see you around next time.
0: Bye! Bye-bye!